It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it, you know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were a but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Daddy fun. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? I'm going to be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jeff, it's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, well, well. <laughs> Joel Gertner. Remember Joel Gertner <laughs> from the uh, from the E. See down Well, it's not Joel Gertner. It's the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Thanks for joining us today here on our big program. Thanks for joining us. You are making things happen, and we appreciate you for being here. Lots of things happening in this broadcast. We are going to start things off by going to the great Pam Oaks. And we are going to see if we can get Pam Oaks in here. And uh, she was last seen a few days ago, according to the old Skip Skype. Pam Oaks was last seen on the Skip Skype seven days ago, according to the uh, according to the gimmick. I don't know. Maybe we won't get Pam Oaks today. Maybe we will not get Pam Oaks. She is not there. So, I guess what we'll do <laughs> is we will. Uh, let's try John O'Connor. He's got a brand new book out. Maybe he'll be in the mood to talk about it. As they say, John O'Connor from Dublin, Ireland. There's a John O'Connor in Dublin, Ireland? Apparently there's a John O'Connor in Dublin, Ireland that I was not aware of. So. I don't know. Apparently there's a John O'Connor in Dublin, Ireland that I did not know existed. So, we're going to see if we can get John O'Connor in here calling him via the magic of the old skip skype yes the skype as they say i don't know who's saying it i don't know why they're saying it dollars and donuts and let's hope they brought the donuts we're gonna 
to get it going. It is the next edition of the big broadcast. Alexa Upgrade will let you speak to the dead, according to one of the topics on the Drudge Report. Well, if that's the case, I'm hooking that Alexa up to this board. And I'm going to call John F. Kennedy. And I'm going to get Kennedy in here, and I'm going to have him tell me all about the assassination. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Nixon in here. I'm going to get Tricky Dick to call in. Hell, they probably won't answer their Skype either. (laughs) I should say these things. I should say these things. I don't know what it means to play us out if I'm Bill O'Reilly. The Bill O'Reilly man. Okay, so who is Jared? Why is Jared... Is it Jared from Subway? Who are these people? Who are these people? As Jerry Seinfeld would say. So let's try this. I don't know who this is. So we will see what this is. So 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 what do you have for us? We don't have a lot of time. What do you have for us? <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that is. I'm not playing that on the air. That sounds like it was recorded off a um, off a speakerphone somewhere. I'm like, what? What is this? Who is this? Who is this? Let's try this one. We'll see if this works. Let's see if we can get a this one to play we are back live here on our world famous cheeky jaguar radio broadcast back on iHeartRadio, coast to coast and border to border on 50 plus am fm stations across the country and around the world and we've got a great guest with us today go ahead and give me a brief introduction on yourself my friend Oh, hi. Thank you for having me. My name is Nia Sin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist based in Charleston, South Carolina. Fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, give us a little bit on the topic today, my friend. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, you know, a lot of people make healthy New Year's resolutions, and they don't stick to them. And a lot of the reason is because they're completely new habits, and therefore they're harder to achieve and follow through with. And so my tip for creating those long-lasting habits is to transform something that you already love. So if you're a chocolate lover like me, switch from regular chocolate to a sugar-free chocolate. Or if you're a pasta lover, try a veggie noodle pasta instead of traditional pasta. So uh, give us some more details on this. Yeah, so when it comes to healthy New Year's resolutions, you want to make sure that they're simple, specific, and attainable. So I have a few that I recommend to my clients and readers, and the first one is to cut back on added sugar. And one easy way to do that is with the Russell Stover sugar-free chocolate, which is made with stevia extract. Another great goal is to incorporate protein and fiber into meals and snacks. It's a great way to stay satisfied and energized throughout the day, and you won't have to count calories. It can help support weight 
weight management, even weight loss if that's your goal. And then finally, I think a goal that can resonate with everyone after a difficult 2020 is to prioritize mental health. And that could be as easy as taking a short walk each day or setting aside time to journal or meditate. Excellent, excellent. So uh, what, what, what other tips do you have for us? So I think that a lot of my clients will, you know, choose fad diets when the new year rolls around. And these fad diets are often too big of a change, and they overpromise. And so it's really about sticking to those simple, specific, and attainable goals um, that will really stick, and they're really long-lasting. Um, so, again, it could be as simple as just cutting back on sugar or incorporating more protein and fiber into your diet. Fantastic. Where do you go for more information on the lab? So for more information, you can visit my website, nutritionbymia.com and nutritionbymia on Instagram. Fantastic. Have yourself a wonderful day. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Okay. So let that well that was that was nutrition by Mia. She uh she didn't have much to say, I'll have to say. She was kind of a I always love these experts who aren't really experts. They just kind of give you basic stuff. It's kind of basic stuff. I don't know. Okay. Before we go to our uh, break, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This is an absolutely, absolutely amazing brand new, and this is something that I have never seen before, Keto campaign. Keto. What the hell's a Keto? Well, it doesn't matter. Go over to K-E-T-T-O dot O-R-G. Let's help the street dogs food. That's right. Let's help these incredible street dogs. The people around the world need to know that they're running a crowdfunding campaign to support street dogs because they are struggling for food. And many of us are wasting lots of money for unnecessary things. So go over and promote this crowdfunding campaign. Go over and help the street dogs. Do it right now. They need your harder money right now. Go over and get Helping out with the street dogs. They need food, and they need it now. Go give them some of your harder money today over there at K-E-T-T-O dot O-R-G. Search help for street dogs food. That's right. It's an incredible fundraiser. And go over and help them out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia World wide larry tracy coming up in a few moments
Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath System fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom for a virtual or in-home appointment. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. You work hard to provide a better life for your family. The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar radio show on the network. Okay. Back live, as live can get. Get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff going on today. And uh, lots of things happening. So, let's go to Larry Tracy. The fantastic Larry Tracy. He is going to join us coast to coast on our big program. And uh, Larry is going to be joining us here in just a few moments. Fantastic, Larry Tracy. And uh, hello, James. There he is, the fantastic Larry Tracy, the man about town, Larry Tracy. How are you, sir? 
Thanks. <laughs> so, Larry, uh, talk to me a little bit about the latest with uh, because it's 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 all over the place today. This whole uh, Supreme Court gun situation. Uh, what, what do you make of this? Well, I, and it looks to me like the Supreme Court is following the Second Amendment of the Constitution, uh, in which they're saying that people can, in fact, have, have weapons. Uh, the, the whole anti-gun movement, James, uh, strikes me as one that you, you want to stop law-abiding citizens from carrying weapons, but you have no ability to stop criminals from getting them on the black market. And, and therefore leaving people defenseless. Now, I want to clarify, I have never owned a weapon. I've never fired a weapon outside of the military. I'm not a member of the NRA, uh, which I think is a good organization, the way it trains people. But uh, this is becoming a, uh, a period of, of its almost dictatorial way of limiting arms in the hands of law-abiding citizens. Uh, for instance, the, the tragedy down in Uvalde, Texas, a background check would have never stopped that guy from getting a weapon because uh, he had a clean record as far as I was concerned. Um, I, I know, there's a problem with the 18-year-old. I, I don't think anybody below 18, 18 or below should be able to buy uh, an AR-15. However, when they're in the military, they're learning to fire that kind of a weapon. <laughs> So uh, it does create a, a bit of a problem. But I, uh, the, the recent gun law, that, uh, and I don't know how the, today's Supreme Court judgment is going to impact on this, the thing that really worries me is this red flag law that is uh, being passed, and 14 Republican senators agreed to it. Uh, having been a Latin American specialist, my, well, personally my entire Army career, I was quite aware of uh, a problem that there were uh, an organization I had in Cuba, which is called the, the Committee for the Defense of the Revolution. These were neighbors spying on neighbors, and that seems to be what the red flag law does. If you have suspicion that someone has a weapon, and in your judgment they can do harm to themselves or their neighbors, then you inform the uh, authorities, and they come and they confiscate that. Uh, this is, is a very dangerous thing for a democracy and they they had this happen in um, sometime in the late 90s in australia after i'd had a mass shooting they went and they confiscated over six hundred thousand weapons and is that what we're about to see right now that law-abiding citizens will have their weapons taken away from them um, I, I i just don't know I, I just think the red flag law is very very dangerous and i'm very disappointed in those 14 Republican senators that voted for it. I think they're just being controlled by the emotion that came after the Evaldi massacre. But uh, this, this, will, this will have some sort of an impact, and there, the left is already criticizing the, uh, the Supreme Court decision. And when the red flag law and the other things go to the Supreme Court, is that an indication of which way they will go? Then, then you've... You've, you've got a real uh, fight on your hands between the left and the right. We've got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio today. Also, AMFM247.com. So, Larry, uh, this Ukraine situation is just keeps dragging on. Uh, give, us, give us your thoughts on this. Well... We, we may be coming at what is known as an inflection point. 
there were two types of war from the time the Russians invaded back in February. The first one was where they came in tank-heavy, and all of their, their flaws in logistics and intelligence uh, were shown then. When that, remember that famous 40-mile line of tanks that were on the road? And I kept thinking, boy, if the Ukrainians had A-10s, the warthogs, they just go down and take every one of those out. But because of the, um, uh, the weapons that we did provide, especially the Javelin, they were pretty well destroyed. And uh, we showed it. It also exposed how, how poor their logistics were. They didn't get fuel to the tanks. They didn't have food to the soldiers. Just, just showed that this was really a, an amateur hour with the Russians and not certainly the, the great, powerful Russian army that we thought of. And that, that brings sort of a side issue. How good was our intelligence? I mean, we've been dealing with Ukraine ever since the Soviet Union fell, yet we did not realize that Ukraine would be able to stand up. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff said that the capital would fall in a few days, and they kept on fighting. But now the war has shifted to another strong side of the Russians, and that's something they demonstrated in World War II, and that was their heavy emphasis on artillery. And they're just pounding away at that area in the, in the eastern part of the country. And even though uh, the, the president of Ukraine says they're not going to give up an inch of territory, they, they may wind up being forced to do that. They're losing apparently about 100 soldiers a day. Their supply lines are being cut. And we are providing uh, howitzers. I don't know how many of the 155s have gotten there yet. And they're also approving the MLRS, the multiple launch rocket system. But only four of these systems, and they are to be the type that only has a range of about 45, 50 miles, which I think means the Russians will then, because Biden doesn't want, and I can understand some of his reasoning, does not want any artillery firing going into Russian territory. Well, if I were a Russian artillery commander, I would merely pull my, uh, my uh, artillery pieces and the rocket systems back into Russian territory and fire there because they're long range. So the artillery that we're supplying and the rockets may be meaningless uh, on it. So I just wonder if we're coming to that point of the, uh, the uh, beginning of the end, and it would not be a good and for uh, for Ukraine and and for uh, for the United States now the NATO countries are supplying them as well as we are but NATO has let their military really deteriorate over the years that was one of the things that Trump kept pushing put more money into your into your defense forces they're, they're doing it now but they weren't for a long time and they're they're possibly running out of ammunition themselves so the Russians have an unlimited supply of artillery rounds, and Ukraine and the amount that we're supplying is somewhat limited. So uh, we may be coming to, to to a point on that that the Ukrainians are going to have to yes. resort more to guerrilla warfare and try and bleed the Russians that way than in a conventional way. So I, I, I just don't think it's going to go on as some have said for years, I think there's going to be some sort of a conclusion to it now. And and the Russians are apparently getting set to uh, cut off all of the gas in Europe and the oil uh, as the winter would come on. And they're trying to build up supplies now for that, but Russia is cutting back on it. And the ruble, despite the economic sanctions, because of the high price of oil, 
the ruble is very, very strong now, and uh, Russia is pulling in a lot of money. So the economic sanctions have not worked out that they, the way they worked. Uh, I, I mentioned about I can understand Biden not wanting to provoke Russia too much because you don't want to provoke a psychopath who has 6,000 nuclear missiles and uh, yes. how that's going to play out in other places like Taiwan. Is Taiwan watching this and saying, you know, Russia got a, along and got, got away with this, but we can do the same thing. So I think we're in for a very dangerous uh, period in the next six months, James. And maybe not much longer, maybe a little shorter than that. We have got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio today. And Larry Tracy is with us. So, Larry, um, uh, what do you think is going to happen with this abortion situation with the Supreme Court? Because they they just seem to be dragging this out. Their judgment in in the next couple of days, some are predicting it may come out tomorrow. And I think all hell is going to break loose at that point. Uh, the uh, demonstrations, there are a group called uh, Ruth's Revenge, I guess, that or Jane's. I don't know what it is. They're attacking uh, centers, uh, pro-life centers. Yep. Uh, we've yep. had the justices uh, have their homes. Uh, and, and, and absolute violation of law. Title 18 element says that you are not to parade in front of a justice's home. And they're doing that. And the Justice Department is doing absolutely nothing. It, it appears as if they could, I mean, they could. They could just send police out and arrest all those people, and they're not doing it. So that that seems to indicate that they're acquiescing in it. And uh, what's going to happen? I've mentioned before, um, our Catholic Church, we, we live about five-minute uh, walk from it, and it's right next to a metro station. So I've, I've told the pastor there, I said, you better be working with the uh, police in Montgomery County, County to uh, have the church protected on, on Sunday uh, because they could come down from Washington or wherever on the metro. And we've got a television station two blocks away, and that's what they want is publicity. So I think our church in Bethesda is a, a perfect, uh, the number one target. Uh, to do that. So uh, men in the parish are looking at how we'll set up a perimeter defense around it to, to, to block all that. But I think the problem is going to get uh, very, as soon as the Supreme Court comes out with their actual decision, you're going to have an intensification of what happened when they uh, when the leak was, was made. So uh, I'm, I'm all for the the Supreme Court decision throwing out Roe v. Wade, but uh, I, I think we are in for some very, very uh, difficult times on that throughout the rest of the summer. We have got Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. So, what what do you think is going to happen with um, with Vladimir Putin and and Russia? Is is he going to? continue this ukraine thing or do you think that at some point he's going to do something else well if he gets his territory in the the east and he's and Zelensky is sort of forced to give that up maybe he can declare that a victory of getting back portion of it uh it, he wanted to get the entire country he's uh, uh making him uh, comparing himself to peter the great and doing that and he wants to get the soviet union back in uh, what's his state of health? That's a question no one really knows. Uh, there has apparently been at least one assassination attempt against him. Is that going to succeed? Uh, how does the military feel about their 
our military being uh, led the way it is and, and shown to be, I don't want to call it a paper tiger because it isn't, but not nearly as strong as it was. So who knows what's happening inside that, uh, what the Winston Churchill called an enigma and something along the puzzle of what's happening within the Soviet Union. How effective is our CIA in getting, and British intelligence in getting information as to what's happening in the inner chambers? So, uh, will he be willing to have what we call the off-ramp and do that, or does he want to continue on? And uh, that'll be the big question on it. Do we give it that? That's I think that's if he gets the territory, I think that's a terrible humiliation for the United States and the NATO countries that we've allowed him to do that. Finland is uh, wanting, and Sweden are both wanting to come into NATO and uh, to the European Union, and that seems to be along the way, although Turkey is uh, stopping it. The only silver lining I see in this whole thing from February, James, is that the NATO countries have now apparently woken up and have seen the real threat that comes from them, something that Trump was pushing them on all the time. Uh, will they continue that after the fighting stops? I, I, I tend to think that they probably will because they see the real danger. And will will uh, Putin then come after, say, Poland? Uh, Poland, remember, a couple of years ago it was asking, they wanted to build a Fort Trump in Poland where U.S. troops would be deployed. That, that hasn't occurred, but that would probably be one of the areas that uh, Putin may want to go after. And uh, that could be even more critical than than uh, what's happened in, in Ukraine. So Putin remains the Mr. X. We don't know exactly what he's going to do, and we don't know how we're going to react to that, especially with Biden's very uh, timid and uh, apparent to Putin, probably apparent weakness, and which he can keep on pushing against him. Well, Larry, before we let you go, how do we get your book online and everything? Well, just uh, go to Amazon.com, and of course, it's not on foreign policy. It's on persuasive speaking. As I say in my workshops on it, as a colonel in the Army, I did more more speaking than shooting, and uh, jobs that I had and uh, speaking around the country for the Reagan administration, and uh, before that, being the senior intelligence briefer to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So I put all that real-world experience into the book, which I call Bring Home the Bacon which is what I think you really want to do when you're trying to persuade people. So that's how they can get it, Amazon. Fantastic. Well, Larry, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. Looking forward to it, James. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes. That's Larry Tracy. Bring home the bacon. We are going to go to our next guest here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners over there at Transmedia Worldwide. It is a fantastic brand new GoFundMe campaign. Let's tell you about these folks. It is amazing. It is just fantastic stuff. As you see on your screen, University with the pilot episode. It isn't Zootopia. It's University. I love it. I love it. Go over and help these guys fund this project at GoFundMe.com. Search University pilot episode. Or if you want to get the GoFundMe link directly, you can just uh, check it out on the screen. Fantastic stuff. 
G. Robert Daly is promoting this fundraiser at GoFund.me. It's an adult animation series. It's like the adult theme of Zootopia. It's comedy. It's just featuring anthromimic animals at a college called University. After a tyrannical coyote is destroyed the United Furland decades ago, Toby is the first coyote let back into a tent college. If he makes good friends, graduates, successfully bonds with society, his coyote brethren will be allowed to come too. If he doesn't, the coyotes will never get another chance. They just want to make cartoons for fun. We encourage everybody to go over and check out the story and then give them some of your hard money today over there at G-O-F-U-N-D dot me slash the number seven D seven one five four eight three go do it right now it is absolutely amazing help them out today give them some of your hard-earned money and tell them you heard about it here transmedia worldwide more coming up on the other side Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductible you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath System fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. Right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-763-8517. That's 800-763-8517. 800-763-8517. You work hard to provide a better life for your family. 
The only problem is that you now have a tax bill that you can't afford to pay. The IRS is now threatening to garnish your wages and put a levy on your bank account. You can't ignore the IRS. They won't go away on their own. You need help and you need it now. Give us a call now and we'll create a plan of action for you that we guarantee will work. Stop the harassing phone calls. Stop the threatening letters. Stop wage garnishments. Stop any bank levies. And most importantly, put an end to your tax nightmare once and for all. If you have a tax debt of $10,000 or more, call the tax pros at United Tax Fix today. Representatives are standing by to assist you. Call 800-678-7027. 800-678-7027. That's 800-678-7027. Call now. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar radio show on the network. had to send him a Skype link so we are I'm patiently waiting on him to uh to get that so we can uh get him in here but uh so I guess while we wait on our guest here what do you think of the fact that Biden is going to go over and meet with as I like to call them the head of the snake uh Saudi Arabia well uh I, I happen to have a affection for the Saudis so um well, that's for another time. Uh, uh, you know, he's trying badly to uh, fix up his reputation. Uh, what he, he's going to do over there is uh, a real question. You know, the I don't know if you remember Karen House, who used to write for the Wall, uh, Wall Street Journal. It was one time the number three at the Wall, Wall Street Journal. And she said the dealing with the, with the Saudis requires patience, Patience and patience, and uh, none of which uh, Biden has right now because he has no time. He's got to shore himself up. And uh, uh, he thinks, uh, by the way, he thinks Beto uh, in Texas will uh, turn the Texas uh, governorship. Uh, but that's a, I can, that's a side issue. I don't know about but that. Biden really <laughs> firmly believes that he can turn the tide and the Democrats can hold these the House and the Senate. And I'm, I hate to say it, but the Republicans are doing a good job of helping them get there. Hold on. I think our guest is calling me. Hold on. Let's see here. Jared, is that link working, my friend? Are you able to get in? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's the Skype link that I sent you. You basically click on it. Me and Don are there, and, and, and we'll do the conversation as soon as you can get in there, my friend. Okay, you should just have, you, uh, you're not going to need any of that. You're going to need the Skype link that I sent you in your email. Because if if you get that link, it's uh, in fact. Let me let me see if I can just resend this here. 
And, uh... Okay, well, let, let, let me do this. I'm going to resend this link again so you have it. Uh, I'm going to just reply to this email. I'm going to paste the link in again, and I'm going to send it. And it should be a join.skype link. And you basically join the link, and me and Don are there doing the show right now. Okay. So... I'm going to I'm going to keep you on the phone so we can make sure we get this done. So um okay. if you click the link cuz you should get an email here in like a couple seconds you should get a link and once you get the link you're going to be able to to join us. So cuz you should have just got that link. I just sent it right to you, my friend. Okay, no, 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 no. You shouldn't be clicking any of those links. You should click a link that says join.skype.com with a bunch of letters and numbers. You shouldn't, okay, you're not going to get any of those because that's how you listen to the show. We're trying to get you on the show. <laughs> Um, let, 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 let me do this. I'm going to send you the link again. I'm going to knock out my signature on the email, everything. So you're just going to get a link. You're not going to get my, my, my signature or thank you or any of that stuff. And you're just going to get a link and it's going to say join.skype.com and it's going to be a bunch of letters and numbers. And that's all you're going to get, my friend. You shouldn't click on the KJAG radio or the Jiggy Jaguar show or follow me on Twitter or any of the Facebook stuff. You should just click on the join.skype link. We're, we're, We're burning daylight here, my friend. We've only got 15 minutes left, so we want to get you in here as quick as we can. Because we're burning daylight here. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep you on the line till we get you in here. <laughs> if you're joining us on our podcast today, I apologize. <laughs> if you're if if you're joining us on the on the website, well, this is what it is. Technology's great when it works. Technology is not fun when it doesn't work. So you should have you should have just got a link that said join.skype.com. You should have got a, uh, an email that said Skype link on it. Okay, I got an email from you. I got an email from you. I'm replying to that email. I just replied to your email with the Skype link again. So we're hoping you got the. If you join that link, you're going to get me and Dawn, and we'll do the rest of the show here. 
there you are. I think you're with us. I think you're with us. It says that uh, you've joined the, the link. So, All right. Okay. There we are. We there we are. Okay. We have got our technical right. issues worked well, out. Sure and we have got Jared Knott with us today. So, Jared, tell me and Don a little bit about your book because we've only got 15 minutes left in the show here. Yes, I'm blessed to say that your book is doing very, very well. It's been on the best seller list at Amazon now. It's today exactly 18 months. It's won uh, six awards, uh, five national awards, plus also a regional award. Got like over 1,900 reviews, and it's uh, moving along. And the thing that I get the most pleasure out of, when I talk to people who read the book, they talk about how much fun it is, how much they enjoy it. I feel like I have a connection with the people who read my book. Well, the book is amazing. It is uh, an interesting, interesting book. It's called Tiny Blunders, and uh, it is it is an, an amazing piece of business. And uh, basically, uh, let me uh, let me ask yes, you a go Don, go Don, go. What's your favorite blunder of, of all of them you wrote about? Yeah, tinyblundersbigdisasters.com. 39 tiny mistakes that changed the world for other. Or did you ask me which is my favorite? Yeah, what, 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 what's your favorite tiny blunder here? Yeah, let me give you the one that was the original idea for the book going back 11 years ago. And here's the teaser a single piece, a single piece of tape ro- rotated several inches the wrong direction, changed the outcome of the Vietnam War. The United States might very well have won, except for this single tiny mistake, which doesn't make any sense, does it? We're talking about how can a piece of tape uh, change the outcome of the Vietnam War? It had to do with the Watergate break-in when mm-hmm. James McCord and the Cuban operatives jimmied the lock from the parking garage into the office building. They were told to hold a striker on the door down with a single piece of tape in a vertical position. They made a mistake and they put it in a horizontal position so it was on the door face so it could be seen from the hallway. So when James McCord uh, came walking down the hallway, the night watchman, what's this? Uh, I'm sorry, I spoke. That's, that's when uh, uh, the night watchman came walking down the hallway. He sees the tape on the door. Uh, what's this? Frank Wills. Frank Wills. What's this? A uh, tape on the door. The door has been jimmied, and he calls the Washington, D.C. police. He had to call them twice. Okay, now there's a strong rumor that the police officer, the uniformed police officer in that area that evening was drunk, in a local bar, intoxicated in a local drinking establishment, and could not respond to the call. So they had to send the bum patrol, three officers dressed as hobos in a jalopy car, in his place. They pull up to the Watergate complex. The lookout, the lookout does not recognize them as police officers. They come in, they arrest James McCord and the Cuban operatives. Uh, Watergate begins, boom, 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 the whole great big scandal. Henry Kissinger gave an interview he said the plan was, uh, they knew that the North Vietnamese were going to be violating the treaty. The plan was to go into North uh, Vietnam and bomb the daylights out of them again, uh, which is how they got them to the uh, peace agreement in the first place, bomb the daylights out of them again to get them back in compliance. They were so weak politically, they couldn't do it. South Vietnam collapses, Nixon administration collapses, it all falls apart because of a single piece of tape turned several inches the wrong direction and a drunk cop. That's a great one. Give us one more. Okay. Uh, there's a, um, here's the teaser here, is that a, a single document, poorly designed by one single clerk in one single county, changed the outcome of a presidential election 
and led directly to a major war. What are we talking about there? But it has to do with the 2000 election down in Florida. And it's not the hanging chads. That's got a lot of publicity. This one is much less known. Down in Palm Beach County, I will not say the nice lady's name, but she designed a ballot with large print so that elderly people down there could read the ballot easily. And she designed it as a, what they call it a butterfly ballot. It was a two pieces of paper, two sheets of paper, uh, candidates on left page, candidates on right page with a series of punch holes down the center. It was a very confusing ballot. Al Gore's name was the number two name on the left page. He was the number three punch hole. The number two punch hole belonged to Pat Buchanan on the right page. Now, surrounding counties, Pat Buchanan got maybe 150 at the most, maybe 200 votes. This one county, he gets 3,400 votes, way, way out of proportion. And he himself said the voters got confused. They voted for him when they meant to vote for Al Gore. But Al Gore ends up, Al Gore had won the state. Like, so he would punch both punch holes and validate the ballot. There was about 5,000 that were disqualified that way. So Al Gore loses the state by like 546 votes. He would easily have won by three, two, three, four, five thousand votes. He would have won Florida. He would have won the presidency. And he was adamantly, adamantly opposed to the war in Iraq. And they had this nice lady on one of the morning talk shows. And they were saying to her, people are saying that you're responsible for this war. And the nice lady, she was in tears and so on and so forth like that. We well, yes, ma'am, we appreciate that you're crying. But we have 50,000 dead people and $2 trillion down the drain, all because of a single tiny mistake. Well, give us one more while it's so enjoyable. Keep going. Thank you. This one, let me go back to ancient times. This goes back over 2,000 years ago. It involves Cyrus the Great, who's mentioned in the Bible. He was the one that gave the children of Israel their freedom from bondage from Babylon. But he was, uh, he was the uh, emperor of the Persian Empire, and he was moving towards a war with uh, Croesus from the expression Riches Croesus, who was the emperor of uh, Lydia. And Croesus wanted to make sure he's going to win this big battle. And so he sends representatives uh, to the Oracle of Delphi, who was going to win the battle. And the Oracle came. And by the way, he splashed a whole bunch of gold around all the people there at uh, Delphi. That's how he got his reputation for being so wealthy, hoping that he would get a favorable prediction. Well, the Oracle came back and said that a great battle would be fought and an empire would be lost. And he took that to mean the other empire was going to be lost. It didn't quite work out that way. So anyway, they joined in battle. The Spartans are on the side of uh, Croesus. Maybe he paid them a lot of money too, who knows. And they fight basically to a standoff. Okay, then Cyrus the Great puts his army back on ships and they sail away. Okay, the Spartans, well, we've won. They go back to Sparta. But they did not call him Cyrus the Great for nothing. After about a week, he turns around, comes back with his army, and once again engages in, in the battle with uh, Croesus, uh, and then Croesus uh, withdraws up into his impregnable fortress on the mountain of uh, called Sardos. So there, it's a winter's coming. Uh, Cyrus says he doesn't have enough food to feed his uh, men through the army. He may have gotten himself into a box, and here comes the tiny mistake. A soldier accidentally knocks his helmet off the top of the wall. It goes coming all the way, 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 way down to the bottom. The soldier gets off the wall, comes walking down a secret pathway down to the bottom, gets his helmet, and walks all the way back up. And one of Cyrus's men says, whoa, whoa, look, 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 look. There's a pathway up the side of the wall. So the next night, a raiding party goes up that pathway, goes over the top, goes over, opens up the gate. Cyrus says, uh, 
Cyrus the Great's men are waiting there to come flooding into the city, they defeat the city, and they, uh, and they win the battle and, uh, and crush uh, uh, Lydia. Now, if it hadn't been for that tiny mistake, it could be that uh, Cyrus got himself into a serious box. He might have been called Cyrus the Chomp instead of Cyrus the Great. <laughs> okay, we got time for one more. Keep on going, please. <laughs> You're great. Okay. Let, me, let me also let me stop and get some basic information to people. Um, you can go to the website tinyblundersbigdisasters.com. Tinyblundersbigdisasters.com. We have a great website there. We have a, uh, a trailer, a book trailer. We have two and a half uh, free chapters. We have my favorite part of the book, which is the uh, uh, portrait gallery. It has 27 personalities there and a little bit of dirt on each one, <laughs> which is uh, which is kind of uh, kind of interesting. Um, the uh, well, let's see. I'll give you uh, a short brief anecdote. Um, this was a different category, but uh, the uh, Eisenhower was driving through Plymouth with the John, his son, who just graduated from West Point just before the D-Day invasion. And it was massive amounts of gasoline and trucks and weapons and, and men, all this personnel, all this material concentrated in one place. And his son looking around, a young West Point graduate, gee, it's a good thing that we have control of the air or otherwise it would be massive damage that could be done by, by bombers from Germany. And Eisenhower so much irritably said, said to his son, well, if we didn't have control of the air, I would not have allowed this concentration to take place. But he was thinking about conventional bombers and uh, fighter bombers. He knew nothing about V1s and V2s, knew nothing about the buzz bomb and the hypersonic uh, V2. Uh, and after the war was over, uh, by the way, Hitler took the V1 and the V2 and uh, dropped them on London uh, for vengeance. The word B stands for, stands for vengeance. And he wanted to kill uh, grandmothers and school children, blow up school buses. He wanted to strike vengeance against the civilians of London. If he'd shown a little bit of better military judgment, he would have dropped him on Plymouth where all these supplies and, and soldiers and gasoline and tanks and everything were located. After the war was over, after the war was over, Eisenhower said that the B1s and B2s had been dropped on Plymouth and Weymouth and embarkation points, the entire D-Day invasion would have to have been postponed. The invasion actually begun a week before V-1s and V-2s began being dropped, which means the invasion would have collapsed. We would have had to pull back, and the course of the war would have been changed substantially. Uh, but remember, of course, the atomic bomb was in the pipeline, which might have meant that it would have been dropped from Munich and Berlin instead of on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But that was an emotional decision on the part of Hitler, uh, which um, changed the course of the war. Who do you think, you can say you have a dirty story. Who do you think, what's the dirtiest story you have? Well, I say that somewhat uh, tongue-in-cheek. I talk about Goebbels there, and he was, I said, the face of evil. Uh, he and his wife uh, poisoned their four children and then committed suicide. And he said, the words were, I will jump into my grave a happy man, knowing that millions of Jews will have preceded me. Now, well, if there is a hell, we know where he is. And uh, I said, uh, I actually say some good things about a number of people. One thing about Eisenhower himself, very successful leader, very intelligent man, but I, and he's known for his famous grin, but I say there behind the famous grin, I was, uh, was a man known for his short and explosive temper, who was very unforgiving of subordinates who disappointed him. So you wouldn't want to work for him unless you were real careful. You got everything exactly right. And he was uh, one aide that worked for him. Said it was like a Bessemer furnace. Furnace. He would just blow up 
in these huge, huge uh, rages, uh, kind of the exact opposite of the uh, congenial personality that he showed uh, to the public. You're right. Uh, I've, I've read the, have you read the diaries of Bendel Smith, his uh, aide? Anyway, that's a, that's for another time when we get together. I'd love to hear more. But but let's go uh, back in ancient times. What do you have a dirt on an ancient person? Well, Some yes, Cyrus the Great was from 2,000 years ago. There was another one about uh, bad King John, and he was fighting his uh, enemies, and he was in retreat, and he had the uh, royal treasury with him in a big caravan, gold, silver, jewels, diamonds, so on and so forth, and he was retreating across a particular area uh, called the Walsh, the Wash. Now, he should have gone uh, to one side and got around the Wash, but he decided to cut through uh, straight through, but he wasn't paying attention to when the tides were coming in. So here he is with his big caravan with the royal treasury. Here comes the, uh, the wash, the tide coming in, and he should have known it's kind of coming in, and it takes the entire royal treasury, washes it off the causeway, washes it down into the mud. Well, the entire royal treasury sinks down into the mud so deep that it can't be retrieved. He manages to get to the other side with his, with his men. Uh, he dies from illness uh, three days later, maybe he died of heartache. If he didn't have the royal treasury, his soldiers would not stay with him because they were not staying with him because they liked him so much. They were staying with him because they got paid. Okay, but now it's worth about seventy-two million dollars in, in current uh, in current money, and it's still there, down about 20, 30, 40 feet down in the mud someplace. No one knows exactly where. But if he had managed to go to the around to the, I think a bit to the west and avoided the wash, he could have gone on fighting and might have survived the whole situation. I got it. Wait. And the name of your book, because I've, I've got to go out and get it now. Thank you. It's uh, Tiny Blunders, Big Disasters, 39 Tiny Mistakes That Changed the World Forever. Really? <laughs> uh, it sounds fascinating. But um, uh, uh, can you give us, uh, we have a little bit of time. Can you give us one more? Uh, yes. Speaking uh, of ancient times. Uh, there is a, uh, you see the movie Braveheart, which was made uh, about some years ago, 20 years ago. And the setup for that war took place because uh, King Alexander of Scotland, who was a strong and successful king, uh, he was uh, also known as sort of the Randy King. He was uh, kind of a horny guy. And uh, he had a, a new wife, uh, just been married a, a matter of weeks. And he was had been meeting with some of his uh, officials. But he wanted to go back and spend the night with his wife. Okay, they said, wait a minute, the big storm out here, uh, King Alexander, the big storm. Why don't you wait until the morning until the storm clears? No, no, no. I want to go. I want to go tonight. Well, sir, and he, he gets on his horse. He's riding with some of his aides. He comes to this one area. They, they're going to cry. He said, no, no, no. Huge storm. So on and so forth. Wait till tomorrow. And then you can go. No, no. I want to go now. So in the darkness and the rain and so on and so forth, he's riding along this ridge top. You need to see his young bride. Of course, uh, and amorous intentions, and somehow the horse stumbles off the edge of the cliff, goes rolling down to the bottom. He is killed. They find him the next morning with his broken neck down at the bottom of kind of a ravine. Well, that led to um, King to Longshanks uh, declaring the King of, uh, of England, as he was called, declaring war on Scotland, and the whole war of trying to bring unite Scotland and England together begins and takes years and years before the whole thing is sorted out and many, many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people killed. But if he had just uh, 
contain his emotions a little bit. He waited until 9 or 10 o'clock the next morning where he could see, and then gone to see his bride. Uh, Scotland would have had this strong king. The war would have been avoided, and history would have taken a different course. It just shows you how sex is a wonderful thing. <laughs> but you have to keep it under control and not get too emotional in difficult situations. Do you have any stories from the Civil War? Yes, I do. And that's one of my favorites. It's the, uh, the, the teaser there is most people do not realize how close the South came to winning the war. And apparently, surprisingly, they did. Like, of course, I point out in the chapter, the North had enormous advantages in terms of production, in terms of the key factories, in terms of railroads, twice the size of situation and saying that because of the blockade, the South is not going to be able to survive unless they can win a shorter war, unless they can break the blockade. So he crosses the Potomac into Maryland with 39,000 men and he explains his strategy to one of his uh, subordinate generals, General Walker. And he was and saying that, uh, uh, and he was talking about he, how he's going to go up into Maryland and into Pennsylvania. He's going to cut the railroads coming from east to and west across the Mississippi. And then he's going to be in a position to threaten the North. And General Walker was very was shocked. He said, sir, sir, it's a deep penetration like that. Having an enemy at your rear is not extremely dangerous. He said, oh, yes, you know General Walker. He's a good soldier. But a he's just gone through a huge ordeal with these enemies. He's not going to be ready to decided hanging on a fence. One more major victory on the part of Robert E. Lee, a good chance that the uh, Britain and France both would recognize the South. Why is that so important? Because then British ships and French ships could sail into Charleston Harbor and to Orleans, the other harbors, uh, pick up cotton, exchange goods, and that would break the northern blockade. If the North had challenged the British ships, that would have been an act of war against Great Britain, which of course they could not, they could not do. So that would have broken the blockade. It would have led to a compromised, uh, negotiated peace, which would have been the equivalent of a Southern victory. But here came the tiny mistake. Robert Lee's order of uh, an invasion of the North was order number 191. And some careless Southern officer 
wrapped the orders around three cigars, stuffed it in an envelope, and while they were camping in Maryland, dropped it on the ground. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.